Welcome to the Autonomy Talent Podcast, where we feature creatives, discuss what they do, what they do to promote their creative endeavors, and try to come up with new methods that might boost their results and yours. We'll also have the occasional industry expert here to talk about what's new in digital marketing. So enjoy the show and remember to always live intentionally. Episode number one, the inaugural episode of the Autonomy Talent Podcast. I was starting to think this day would never come, but fortunately, my brother helped spur me along a little bit. This episode is actually a swap cast I did with him. He was in town and brought his recording gear over because I was still like trying to set up my gear at the time, and we recorded a podcast that's going to be shared here and has also been shared on his show. He has a show that's mostly about the um, the stand-up comedy scene in Hawaii. It's called the High Comedy Pod. That's H-I Comedy Pod for the abbreviation for Hawaii, of course. Not what you were thinking. But anyway, yeah, he's uh, got a pretty good show going over there. He and his buddy Ray do that show, and it's really funny. I enjoy listening to it. And they have a lot of uh, the local comics on. They're going to be doing a, a live show from uh, one of the uh, comedy festivals there soon and he's got a couple of big name uh, comics that are going to be on the island performing shows international touring comics that have agreed to be on the show also so yeah that's exciting this of course is not going to be the typical format for this show but it was really fun to do and we will have guests on but it'll be a little bit more focused towards our topic the topic here, of course, is talented people. We're going to be talking to creatives. I already have several lined up. I've got a painter, um, an EDM artist, a rapper, and several others, a couple of voiceover artist guys. You know, it's going to be a good show. I'm really looking forward to it. I'm going to have a lot of fun doing it, and I think I'm going to really be able to bring a lot of value to you. So without further ado, let's just go ahead and get into this episode. Yeah, fuck your equipment. We're using mine. Fuck you, bitch. <laughs> uh, you brought it all the way from Hawaii, so why, you know, I guess we should probably use it. It would feel neglected if we didn't. My my microphones would be like, what? I'm just laying here, just some flaccid microphone for you to ignore and not use. What am I fucking What are we fucking liver? married? Jesus Christ. How can you treat me this way? <laughs> oh, it is a little bit of swap cast action from Texas today. Um, the brothers... My brother Bill. Good Lord, it's about time we did this. 
Yeah, no shit. Um, <laughs> How many times have we planned to do this now? Yeah. <laughs> it just it's, hasn't uh, worked out. I know. We always weird. run out of time or have too much other crap going on every time we're together. So. Drinking tends to get in the way <laughs> regularly. You know, have a few drinks, like, let's do a podcast. Yeah, there's that. Or we could just drink more. And, and of course, it was when we were in Hawaii for a week. And still didn't get it done because, I don't know, there's bullshit like weddings and stuff to tend to. Yeah. Minor and, and, little shit like And a that. beach, like two miles from the house. Yeah, exactly. Like nice. an amazing beach. It's hard like to get shit done gorgeous indoors. Gorgeous freaking beach. It's so hard to get shit done indoors in Hawaii because, you know, if you get ready to do something, you're like, yeah, I could do this or I could go to the beach. Unless it's raining. That's pretty much the only time you're going to want to stay inside. Yeah, and even then a lot of times, like, yeah. It's a little shower. Going yeah, to the yeah, beach. Good. I'm going to be wet anyway. Who fucking cares, you know? Exactly. If I just want to go take a dip, a little rain doesn't bother me that bad. Thunderstorms, luckily that doesn't happen. I think I've heard thunder like four times the whole time I've lived in Hawaii. Wow, <laughs> like it's never nice. hardly thunders. Sometimes yeah, that's, it's that way here too. Yeah, sometimes you think it's thunder, and no, it's just a big helicopter landing the Marine Corps base near where we live. So, yeah, it's it's tough to get things done there, but we do try to. We're trying to be more consistent with the podcast, especially with 2020 coming along. Um, a lot of cool shit happening in a lot of cool shit. Uh, the, the comedy world, especially like there's so many good comedians. Oh my God. The comedy world is blowing up. Yeah. I mean, they're everywhere too. Like they're traveling, they're, they're touring all over the country. I know here in Texas, you've got great shows coming up. You've just had several great shows. Um, we just had Rogan and, uh, Kreitzer and no, Kreitzer's coming in. April. Oh, Kreitzer's coming. Yeah. It was, um, What's his name? Uh, you had you posted pictures of him while he was here in Fort Worth and doing all the stuff, uh, touristy crap. Um, Ari. Oh, yeah. Ari Shafir was here. Um, Tim Dillon was here. Coming up, Christina P. is coming. She's going to be in Dallas, and she's going to be in Austin both. So, like, so much good comedy. Like I said, Burt Kreischer's coming, I know, in um, April. Yeah, He's I got to go see Burt. All over Texas. <clears throat> and, unfortunately, he doesn't have any Hawaii tour dates left or yet, right now. I'm... I keep messaging him. He has that fan phone thing, you know, where he gives out his number and like fans can text him. It's an app, and I know Segura has it. And yeah, that's uh, a that texting thing is a pretty po- popular thing now. For yeah, and it's it's really track, hitting with comedians with suddenly too. Like really, Ray Cummings has one. Burt Kreischer does. I guess Tom I had does kept up with it. Well, I didn't realize they were all doing that. Yeah, like they, uh, like P Diddy. Did. <laughs> I think it was P Diddy that well, had um, the first big name that got it. What's it? Gary Vaynerchuk has been doing that like every episode of his podcast as of the past two months he starts out putting out his cell his text numbers like text me right here and he like puts stuff out daily like you know, it's yeah. just and it's cool shit it's like one of the few people that actually texts daily that i actually enjoy getting their text well like bert doesn't very often but like he has it's on the app where he can text people by geographic area so like if he's going to be playing you know, going one night to the comedy store and he doesn't want to promote it on social media and he just wants his like real fans to know about it. He can text out anybody within like a hundred miles of the comedy store and he can send a text out to them saying, Hey, I'm performing tonight or tomorrow night or whatever. Really cool. Bit of promotional gear for him. Um, the only text I've got from him is the one, um, last night it was about, you know, be safe. Don't drink and drive. (laughs) No worries here. I stayed home. I worked on my stuff. And yeah, we did. Watched uh, the ball drop from here. Yeah, we hung out at the house and built a Millennium Falcon Lego and did a podcast. So That's that right. I saw the pictures. Yeah, Gene and I did the did the podcast and then hung out on the patio out there on the big screened-in front porch with the heater going. I was definitely drinking, so <laughs> that was the most New Year's-y thing I did. Oh, yeah, I was drinking, too. 
I'm trying to look up what's Burt Kreischer's fan phone number. Yeah, it's yeah a, because I do have a strict rule. I only drink in groups of one or more. Exactly. Uh, 323-208-0844. That's Burt Kreischer's uh, fan phone number. But yeah, he sent out one last night. Happy New Year's and please don't drink and drive tonight. I need you at my shows in 2020. Birdie Boy World Tour and hashtag Big Boys Got Your Back. <laughs> Fucking Bert, man. Uh, I wish he would come to, to Hawaii. I keep texting that number, you know, hey, are you coming to Hawaii in 2020? Are you coming to Hawaii in 2020? I haven't gotten a response yet. I'm hoping he'll finally say, yes, God damn it, yes. If you'll quit fucking texting me, I'll come to Hawaii. Just because of you, I'm going to come to Hawaii just yeah. to shut you up. And I'd be like, cool, you want to come on our podcast? Exactly. <laughs> that would be amazing. Yeah, he's like, you haven't pestered me enough already? Yeah. No, no, fucker. I, I already talked to you more person. than I do with my wife or hear from you more than I do with my wife. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I'm, that would be amazing. He's one of them I would love to have. There's like certain big name comedians that are like my, it's my golden goose, like ones I want to get on yeah, the you're, podcast. Yeah, big get. Um, I, we do have a few coming up that we're working on doing podcasts with. We haven't announced who yet, but. Yeah, I know we, one of them. <clears throat> yeah, we have, a, we have a couple of big name comedians that we're I know have. one of them. That'll be cool as hell. I know he's already agreed to it tentatively. Yeah, and that, that's another, an another big show. comedian also tentatively agreed to do the podcast with us so I it's think like you mentioned that to me the other day but yeah I, it's i don't remember who it was. great stuff coming up in 2020 plus trying to get out and i'm going to try to do some more stand-up you, you probably mentioned it while i was running a fever over christmas probably so i know you're sick ass just laid in a recliner just being a lazy bitch like the whole week dude three days straight man i didn't <laughs> i didn't move from that damn recliner except to go pee eat and to bed that was it i know i'm just glad you weren't puking or something that would have that would have been way worse. Oh, the fever was so bad. Every time I got up and walked across the room, I was, it was all I could do to not pass out. Yeah, like when I was uh, last year when I got so sick and we didn't know what the hell was going on, you know, I was puking and uh, just running a crazy high fever. You know, it was. Oh, so like, I thought you were saying hanging. you just got sick last year. I was like, no, you've been a sick bastard all along. Oh, yeah, know? I've been sick. But I, I see where you're going. Yes, yeah, go yeah. ahead. <clears throat> um, I was running like damn near 104 fever for like a week and. Went to the doctor and they were like, all right, well, the flu test is negative, but we still think it's the flu. So they gave me that flu medication and it didn't do shit. A week later, I'm still running 104 fever, still How much was that damn flu medication? Um, I don't know. Insurance paid for it, so I don't know. Wow, because the one time my daughter needed it, it was uh, subject to deductible. Well, my insurance is a little different, remember? Uh, Well, yeah. yeah, (laughs) That's true, yeah. But this one, like, I guess it's three doses or something like that you have of Tamiflu. I hate to even say the name on here. But <laughs> they won't be sponsoring us. It's okay. Oh, yeah, of course not. <laughs> Dude, $260. Jesus. For one round of Tamiflu for, a, at the time, eight-year-old, at the time, eight-year-old yeah, you, kid. Yeah, to be up near the microphone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I keep and be sitting a back. lazy bitch. Now, yeah, now, luckily I didn't have to pay for it because it didn't fucking work. I took that shit, like I said, a week later. Yeah, I didn't do shit for her either. Still sick as hell and... Ended up going to the emergency room, finding out I had pneumonia. So, <laughs> yeah. But the fever was was what was making me puke because they were like, yeah, you have like 104 fever. Your body's like, get everything out. Something's doing this. Get it out now. And I don't know what the Purge. fuck is going on. Uh, but uh, 2020 is going to be fun. Like I said, I'm, I'm planning on doing some more stand-up. Um, probably doing that more often and taking it a little bit more seriously. Um, definitely taking the podcast very seriously this year coming up even ray is getting engaged which is i've noticed shocking. that as of late like the first couple episodes he was like kind of just trying to look like he's trying to find his footing a little bit you know and yeah it's a new thing to him i understand and so and, and also it makes like sense but he's like been on it 
Yeah, like, you know, I, I won. I think two or three episodes ago, like he was the one like doing the intros and stuff before you ever got around to it. I was like, "Whoa, look at you taking the initiative here, man!" Who the fuck woke <laughs> him up? Would you like bump a rail before we started? Jesus Christ! <laughs> All right, let's do this podcast. Or maybe his weed dealer was out of town. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, but you uh, and you get your podcast starting up. Oh, excuse me, I'm trying not to burp into the microphone, but uh, tell everybody a little about your pod. Yeah, that's. That's uh, this is going to actually be the first. I'm going to do a little separate intro piece to it, but this will be the first. Uh, what was the term you used for it? Uh, where you do it, the simulcast, the two swapcast, yeah, swapcast, where you do the same podcast on two different uh, shows. So that's my first episode of the Autonomy Talent Podcast. Will be a swapcast. You'll hear this same podcast over there. So enjoy that. Yep, the High Comedy Pod <laughs> slash Autonomy Talent Pod slash. Yep. Um, Autonomy Talent is, brothers. is a, a brand new venture that I'm just now putting together. It's going to be part talent agency, part record label, part art dealer. And the whole premise of it is, is autonomy. We, we're not going to try to take ownership of your, your works, your uh, music, your art, whatever it is. You're going to own your shit 100% all the time. And that's, that's, Basically, the pro- premise is the whole record industry has been trying to play catch up for the last 20 to 30 years as technology has advanced out ahead of it and it's still lagging behind. It's time for a whole new style of music industry to come along starting digital first and moving forward. So you're not going to be like printing CDs? <laughs> What's that? <laughs> Eight tracks. You know, burn. Yeah, like I don't know what CDs are. <laughs> you know, I remember before we had. Nose I remember thing. before we had eight tracks, man. Yeah. I remember all we had was records. And I was thinking, man, I wish we could take your records in the car with you, but they would skip. And I was like, what? We, what do you do? When I was like little, little, I think I was like probably five or six when we finally got eight track tapes. It was like, oh wow, <laughs> look at this. We could take our music with us portable. I had a vehicle not long ago with an eight track player in it. Was not original wow. equipment that a '58 Ford. Oh yeah, had a I flat remember black, that. Yeah, long low rat rod fucker. Somebody had at some point stuck an eight track player in it. Yeah, my, and, 1978. Yeah, it was it was awesome though because the, it had a glove box full of eight track tapes. It had the Eagles and I think ZZ Top and some good music. But the one that was in it just stayed in it because it was the most fitting fucking thing ever. It had a Johnny Cash live at Folsom Prison. Awesome. And it's this long, low, fucking flat black rat rod 58 Ford. It just and looks like an outlaw car. Yeah, like it was It was the perfect rockabilly car to have Johnny Cash in the 8-track in the dash. I mean, that was, was fucking perfect. It just doesn't get any more better, any more perfect than that. No, I mean, it was it like... don't the, get no more better than that now. It was Ugh. just like western print blankets for seat covers because the seats were uh. shot in it i took some like egg crate foam and stuffed underneath the <laughs> blankets because i had tired of a spring stabbing me in the ass and uh my kid back here who's sitting back here very quiet it's creeping me out what are you doing back there i know right you starting trouble it's, he's not gonna it's always worse than when the kids are that damn quiet i know when the kids me. and the dogs are all all being quiet you've got to worry yeah, the kid's probably chewing something up, and the dog's probably playing video games. But um, yeah, something like uh, that. he used to love to go riding in the old 58 Ford with us. Like that was he and I would just take off and cruise the old 58. And yeah, not on the Texas days when it was 108. I'm be- I'm guessing. No, no, it was pretty rough when it when it got summertime. That's actually about the time I got rid of it. Summer hit and that flat black thing with no AC and the windows were stubborn as hell, rolling them up and down. So. 
And my, my son was also getting older and old enough to ride on a motorcycle with me again. Yeah. Finally, so I got rid of the, traded that for a motorcycle, which I still got. So I think that was a better move. It's a lot lot easier to ride in the summertime. How many times have you ridden that motorcycle since you've lived in Hawaii? Uh, twice. <laughs> no, more than that, because I was actually riding it to work when I first got there and didn't have a vehicle Yeah, yet. that's true. I remember. Before I bought my truck, I uh, was riding it back and forth to work. But since then... I've ridden it once, and that was when we moved, when we bought our house and moved into it. Next time I'm over, we've got to do that deal where we rent a motorcycle and the two of us go cruise around the Oh, island. yeah. Yeah, or, there's... Uh, that's got to happen. And, like, my wife's always like, you need to get my motorcycle running, because we signed it over into her name back cause, yeah, before right. we were married. And uh, so, and my son always reminds me of that. What, Dad? You don't own a motorcycle. Gene does. Don't you, you little shit. And just sit back there and grin. He knows. Why the hell do we have kids anyway? <laughs> Have somebody to mow the yard. <laughs> yeah, like Dad used to say, he had a solar-powered lawnmower. His son ran it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he was still trying to get away with that with you. Oh, absolutely. What do you mean, was? What do you think he was asking me to do this week while I've been there? <laughs> and he has a riding mower now. Yeah, he does. And they just winter all the, the grass. He wanted to go mow the leaves in the lawn. <laughs> exactly. Hey, go, go mulch the leaves out there. Yeah, but that's been a good... Uh, good holiday break from work and everything you know and getting some time in texas and experiencing some different weather and it's been kind of nice i'm definitely looking forward to 80 degree days again for a little while though and it got up this morning it was 35 getting ready to take my wife to the airport and it's like holy shit i'm not used to this yeah i think it was yesterday morning i woke up and uh asked google what the temperature was and it said 32 i was like oh my god it's already is it freezing what the hell I know, and then well, like it is December in Texas, North Texas. So yeah, I guess that's not to be unexpected. But yeah, and then in a couple of weeks, you know, wife and I've gone retarded, and are going to fucking Alaska in January. Yeah, yeah fuck that. <laughs> like I told you the other day, there ain't a goddamn thing in Alaska that I ever need to go up there to see. I've always wanted to go. I always envisioned going in the summer, though. Um, I guess the one good thing about going in the winter, I don't have to worry about bear attacks. They're all hibernating. They're smarter than us. No mosquitoes. Yeah, no mosquitoes, no bear attacks. So, you know, safer. <clears throat> Unless you go too far north and, and the polar bears are there and they don't, I don't think they hibernate. They like the cold. Yeah, don't go in the fall like Dusty did. My, remember oh, Dusty, my oh, buddy yeah, that used yeah, to live yeah. across the street from us when we were growing yeah. up? Oh, it was my age. Dude went on a like one of those trips where you go out and the float plane lands on the little pond way the hell out there up in alaska somewhere and drops you off and then leaves and says we'll be back in 10 days you have a satellite phone but bare minimum probably five six hours before someone could get here so and that's if you're lucky and don't weather's not bad so uh (laughs) you're pretty much on your own out here for 10 days yeah no i'm out and he said he saw like he saw one grizzly bear just walked right through the middle of their camp and just kept on going. He ran into another one while he was out on a hunt one day. Uh, yeah, no, I'm out. But they were like feeding like crazy with them. They weren't even interested in him at all because yeah. they're, they're like, he said they were the uh, banks of the rivers were like littered with salmon that still had all the meat, but the skin was ripped off because they're trying to fatten up for, for hibernation. So they're yeah. ripping the skin. They're catching these salmon, big salmon, and ripping the skin off, eating the skin, and just leaving the meat and everything there because they don't want to have to take the time to you know, to process that meat and stuff. Yeah. They need the fats. They're just bulking up. Like exactly. a bodybuilder bulking, bulking up before a show. Exactly. Or a sumo yeah. wrestler. Yeah. yeah. I think they just stay bulked and 
Japan. That's one thing we were talking about last night. I don't want to do like you go to like the Kyoto area of Japan and you can go watch them uh, sumo wrestlers train. That <laughs> would be fucking amazing. Those big bastards slam into each other. That would be fun. You write a whole comedy routine just on watching those guys. I'm sure in their big ass diapers, but that wouldn't say the jokes in front of them because you get fucking hurt. And it may be a little culturally. Why am I thinking of Fat Bastard when he was doing sumo wrestling? Yeah, yeah. So Even Stink would say that stinks. <laughs> uh, but uh, so yeah, we've been talking about doing this for a while, and I'm sitting here. It's way earlier than I'm used to doing a podcast too. Like, yeah, and no, I'm right. sober. I'm drinking a fucking Dr Pepper. I'm I'm not. It's not even noon. I'm not having a beer. I'm, I'm so confused and out of my element. I don't know what the hell's going on. I know you got shit to do, but if you want to drink a beer while you're here, I've got some. I should probably eat before I start drinking. Yeah, fine. Be a pussy. I don't care. Yeah. I'm used to it. I've got to. I've got to drive, and I've got my kid with me. So you know, right. that's why I'm I being said responsible. I'm being responsible here. That'd be a first, right? Well, I was like, wait a minute. Okay, that's normally what I didn't recognize. Yeah, that's normally, <laughs> normally the 11 year old's the adult, but this time I'm actually trying to. Trying to step up my game a little bit. Did you talk about being able to do a, a, a whole routine of just a sumo wrestlers? Dude, I literally think I could probably pull two hours worth of material out of just the bullshit that is my ex-wife. <laughs> you ask my coworkers at work, like, I have an ex-wife joke for just damn near any occasion because there's so much idiocy there to take advantage of that. It's just overwhelming. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you could probably get like, it'd, it'd be kind of like uh, Nikki Glaser's banging. You just like pick one topic and for her it's banging. Yeah. And like, you just go on that for like an hour. Like, a lot of people well, do that. Yeah, I couldn't do that. That's It's kind of lazy and shitty to me if you ask me. But And it would it, you'd probably get bored with it doing it night in and night out. But. Yeah, and the audience would wind up getting bored with it. They're like, Especially if they've seen you once before or they've seen your special and then they go to your live show or vice versa. And then it's like, yeah, I've seen this shit. It's the same. It was, it was kind of droning at the time. And now I've seen it again. Like, yeah, no, I'm out. Yeah. But, uh, but like, some nice little callbacks to it a couple of well, times yeah. during the course of the show. Well, it's like uh, Ari Shapir. He's been touring doing an Ari Shapir Jew. And like it's a whole hour on Judaism, which is good because there's a lot of different areas you can cover there. I mean, it's all... Theme yeah, that's a pretty broad topic. Jewish, but like it's not the same kind of broad topic I'm talking about. No, no. Um, he's coming to Hawaii too. Um, January, I think January fifteenth. Ari Shapiro will be in Hawaii. So, oh yeah, I forgot Ari was coming to Hawaii. That's awesome. On the on his way to the, the Asia, wherever. Yeah, he's coming. He's doing three tour. shows. I think he's doing a uh, Maui, Oahu, and Kauai. Nice. Do a show on all, on those three islands, <clears throat> and uh, then he's. I would in, want to do that if I was out touring like that. I'd be like, hell yeah, let me have, drop off for a week in Hawaii and pop like three dates. And, that's what, yeah. That's what Segura did. And uh, he was just the 28th he played in on Oahu. And then he went over to Maui. I think he did a show there or he's uh, going to do a show. But uh, Christina, his wife, opened for him. Right. Like, it was just a family vacation and they scheduled shows to do it while they're there. It's like, cool, we can go to Hawaii, have this family vacation, spend the and holidays in off. Hawaii. <laughs> Yeah, and and pay for it, <laughs> you know, sell out a couple of comedy shows, and we're both working, so make good money doing that. Oh yeah, cover your trip, and then you get to spend the holidays in Hawaii. That's well, hell. Already did that when he was here. You know, he spent two or three days here around the DFW area. You, you sent me pictures. Or, oh, actually, you were showing them to me on his Instagram. He was at the Dallas Cowboys Stadium and at the yeah. at the um, 
freaking what you call it stockyards over in Fort Worth or think it was and all yeah something like that and well Tim Dillon did the same thing he did several shows here in Dallas he was here for like three or four days um, doing shows and like just hung out around Dallas he he was posting pictures on Instagram down where uh, JFK was shot and just different landmarks around the Dallas area like the book depository and then the X out on the street where JFK was you know I have lived here since 98 so now November 98 so just over 21 years I've lived in the DFW area I have not once been to that location. I have no idea where the hell the book depository is. I mean, I know no or any of that shit. I've I could, driven. I mean, Google there. does. I could find it pretty easily. Yeah. but I've driven through there, but I've never like stopped and looked around. I think I've been by it before, but like, somebody mentioned, "Oh yeah, that was where." That, I was like, "Oh really?" But I was like, I already passed it by the time I know it was mentioned. So I've never actually been there. I've never seen the X. I've never seen the window in the depository yeah. building. Yeah. Tim Dillon, what they said, he, he saw a bunch of the sites. kind of sacrilege that I haven't since I've lived here this long. <laughs> yeah, no shit. After 21 years. Plus, you've been coming here since you were a little kid. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, hey, I've been know. living here long enough to have turned of age to drink. Yeah. Yeah. You're a, your residency in Dallas is now legal to drink in the Dallas area. So. That's right. Yep. Yeah. Longer than you've lived anywhere. Damn. Yeah, by a wide margin. Our hometown, Brownfield. Yeah, I mean, you were there for. That was well, a close second. Yeah, that was the the next closest, I guess. Yeah, and we moved there when I was in second grade and lived there through high school. So ten years, and then I was back for a year or two later yeah, on yeah, after yeah. I, after the Navy. But yeah, but yeah, the Dallas area is good. There's there's plenty of shit to see. There's plenty of shit to do. Oh God, there's um, more than you know than you can even look try to do in oh, yeah. three lifetimes. Oh, yeah, if you, you know, especially you count Dallas and Fort Worth, you know, the whole DFW Metroplex area, there's so much shit. And, um, you know, there's several comedy clubs around, too, and I'm not overly familiar with the comedy club scene here because I, I haven't lived in this area in several several years. Right. But I know there's like the, the big one that's been around forever was the Addison Improv. And um, I've yet to go to that one. There's uh, one called um, Hyenas. There's a couple, yeah, of, there's two or three of them in, in, in the DFW. I think there's one in Dallas or it might be Plano even. It's one on the Dallas side and then one in Fort Worth. It's in the downtown area of Fort Worth down there. Yeah. And I've been to that one once. There was like a, a group on deal came up to, hey, two tickets for 12 bucks. To hang, I'm like, for any thir- any Friday or Saturday night show. I was like, yeah, I'll do that and I'll find somebody to go. <laughs> yeah, no shit. I'll find some homeless dude on the street and be like, hey, man, want to go to a comedy show? It'll be warm. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Just going out with a homeless guy. You'd probably draw attention that way. <laughs> Possibly. You'd be part of your act. You start doing comedy and just like bring a random homeless guy every night. Just have him sit in the front row as a target for you. <laughs> That's actually not a bad idea. Like, hey, man, you, you want a, a couple of drinks and a, yeah, and a warm, warm meal and a warm spot to sit for a few hours? <laughs> yeah, I'll buy you a ticket. You can sit in here, stay warm, have a few drinks. You just got to take a few shots because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be talking about you. And most of be like, oh, yeah, fuck it. Let's do this then. Yeah, what's he going to give a shit that you pick on his ass a little bit? It's like... Uh, yeah, what? Fine, I'm here. Well, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm the one being paid to be here, asshole. So, <laughs> hey, I am too, motherfucker. I'm up here entertaining. Oh man, but yeah, I do miss it. Like, I miss the all the shit there is to do here in the Dallas area. Also, like, you know, I lived down close to the Austin area for a couple of years, and like that was good too. There's a lot of stuff to do there. They got like Cap City Comedy, the comedy club there. Uh, our buddy Tony, he went and did a. Uh, open mic and he was he was really excited about it because he used to do open mic in hawaii back when he was stationed there when he was in the military 
he decided he was going to do it again, and he found a place in Austin that was like a little coffee shop. And he was like, it was fucking weird. He's like, it was like hipster central in fucking Austin. So he said it, it was... He's like, it was not my scene for my style of comedy. So he's like, it didn't go as well as I was hoping. He's like, I had a lot of dirty looks. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, you need to find a better open mic. I'm sure there are plenty in the Austin area. And dude, uh, he's a funny dude. He's a great storyteller, too. A friend of mine who's a comic here, um, Heather, she's she's really pretty damn good, too. I've seen I've caught her. I've only caught her show one time, but she she's she's going places. Anyway, she turned me onto this little app. It's a it's a thing you you don't even have to install it on your phone. It's weird. It's kind of like a website, but it just pulls up a little. It sticks a basically a shortcut on your phone on your home screen, mm-hmm. and you tap it, and it pulls it up like a web page, but in its own separate little entity. It's not in your browser. It's like it's got its own little web browser thing, and it's just that one page, yeah. and all this is a calendar. Oh yeah, you sent me that all link. the yeah. open mics in the DFW area. It's amazing. If anybody wants to check it out, man, um, hit me up on Instagram. DM me at uh, Autonomy Talent, and uh, I'll I'll shoot shoot it to you. Yeah, you actually sent me that. Um, it's been a little while back, but you did send that to me, and it was a that was yeah because cool I wanted to try to mimic something like that for you over there. Yeah, and um, you know, I want to. I'm in the works of doing some stuff like you know, having a website with with a calendar of events for Hawaii. Yeah. That's something else we need. We need to be working on is getting your website going. Yeah. And that's one thing we want to do just to help promote the comedy scene there, because there is, there's such a good comedy scene in Hawaii now. And when Tony lived there, there wasn't, he said there was one place that did an open mic one night a week. And it was like a Monday or something, but he used to go there and do open mic. He said it was pretty good. They had a decent crowd, you know, three or four regulars and, but they'd have a decent crowd even on a Monday. But now it's almost like, dude, there's an open mic goddamn near every night, Monday through like Friday and, you know, feature shows, several different feature shows and then just tons of open mics. And it's great because all the comedians there get to go work their material. You know, they they don't have one right now on Mondays, I don't believe, but hopefully somebody will be starting up another one soon. Uh, they got the new one coming up actually uh, just starts January 2nd at Kelly O'Neill's in Waikiki. It's going to be the first weekly open mic actually in Waikiki, which would be nice. Get some tourists in, you know, try to try to get some exposure to some local comedians to some of the tourists coming out. So that'll be good because, I mean, uh, most of the open mics and comedy stuff happens over towards like Chinatown and downtown and even up north in Honolulu right off the highway. <clears throat> so it'd be nice to hopefully be in a, a little more tourist populated area, get some fresh meat in, get a few people. I was just looking at this app, the one I was talking about, the DFW mic thing. Um, there's only, in the DFW area, there's six open mics on Monday. Jesus. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah. you're talking about covering large areas. Dallas, Fort Worth, one of them's in Denton, which is a freaking hour north of here, basically. Yeah, I mean, all the, the entire Metroplex area, you know. It, everywhere in Dallas is two hours, or is an hour from everywhere in Dallas. I mean, it's just. It's always 30 minutes to an hour away from everything. Yeah. Every fucking where. I mean, I used to drive 19 miles to work when I lived and worked in Dallas, and it would take me to get to work because I had I was working nights and I had to be there by like 4:30 in the afternoon. It would take me an hour or more to get to work. It was 19 oh, miles. Oh yeah, and that area right there is congested. No, oh, yeah, and then in the in the mornings though, when I got off, because we usually got off about 4:30, 4:15, depending on when the relieving shift came in, it would take me like 25, 30 minutes to get home. Right. <laughs> there was nobody out. 
If you did, they were probably drunk or also leaving similar jobs. So well, it's like my daily commute now. I have to go through the mid cities, which is like the most congested part of the entire Metroplex, with the possible exception of six thirty five. It's always a mess, but going through like 121, 183, and that area over around like 360 to 161, that stretch, basically 183 that stretches across between Dallas and Fort Worth is a nightmare in the mornings and the evenings. It's uh, 23 miles from here to my office. Yeah. It takes me about 40 minutes to get there in the mornings and it's usually an hour to an hour and 15 sometimes more in the evenings to get home because it's just so much traffic out there except for like this past week when there's nobody on the roads in the mornings yeah. like i was flying like 70 to 80 the whole way there yesterday and i made it there in like 23 minutes yeah, there was no traffic for me this morning coming over to the Dallas area and then coming. I dropped my wife off. Oh, of course airport. not today. Everything's yeah. closed today. Yeah, and then we came over here, and it was twenty minutes from Dallas Love Field to here. <laughs> it wasn't bad at all. Wow. Yeah. Um. It it was great, and I can tell you this right now. Anybody in Hawaii listening to this has zero fucking sympathy for you right now, bitching about traffic. Oh yeah, None I know whatsoever. <laughs> Especially people who work in town. And live out on the west side. They're all sitting there at their house or in their car, probably in traffic, going, you can go fuck yourself, Texas boy. <laughs> you have 50 different highways you can choose from to get across the Metroplex. We have one. Yeah, that's true. They and it's a 15-mile drive that's going to take you an hour and a half. I fucking hate the H1. Well, in the H1, mornings yeah, going eastbound, east westbound in the afternoons, man. The H1. It's nice that we do live on the east side of the island. So when I have to work on the west side, I'm going west in the morning. East in the afternoon, so yeah, I'm cruising along, you know, 50, 60 miles an hour, looking at all the people stopped on the other side of the road. Even when I have to be out there by like 5.45 in the morning, and I get on the highway right at 5 a.m., eastbound is stopped. Good Lord. fucking ridiculous. It used to be that way when I lived for a brief while. I lived near the downtown Dallas area. Mm -hmm. Long story there, I'm still, anyway. And I worked up in like the Garland Mesquite area over there up north, Plano, Richardson, whatever. So I was going out of downtown in the mornings and back in towards downtown in the evening. So I had the same type of deal. I was going against the major flow. I was sailing while everybody else was gridlocked going back in the other way. Well, that's one thing we were looking at when we moved to Hawaii was, you know, where do we want to live? And we knew we wanted to live on somewhere on the, you know, windward side of Oahu because it's, it's a lot more laid back, you know, a lot less people over there. It's, a little more chill. Got the big, massive green mountains that we just love. And the beaches are amazing. The mountains are gorgeous. The, the beaches are beautiful over there, too. So we were, we were looking around and, and <clears throat> trying to figure you know, what where we were going to have to be commuting to and from also. That was a big thing. And we were like, right. okay, this will actually be one of the better things. Because uh, my wife takes the H3 across back and forth to work and that's not bad the h3 is usually pretty yeah, smooth sailing. kind of over by pearl harbor area right uh, it, it, kind of but actually back closer to like shaft or t- back towards honolulu a little bit from but back east of there yeah back east of where the h3 comes across but cool. we uh so she just takes the h3 over you know in the mornings it takes her 15 20 minutes to get to work oh, and wow. with me I, I don't actually go to an office every day i go wherever the hell the job is, you know, wherever we're working. Right. We used to meet at the, my boss's house, but he moved now, so he's not conveniently located like he was. And let's drive wherever the fuck not I'm that it was always to, convenient anyway. Yeah, nothing's convenient. Nothing's convenient in Hawaii. Dude, right. and the roads over there, not only are they like, 
named Hung Lakalolo, and you can't pronounce half of them. If, mm-hmm. At least if you're a mainlander like me, you're, you've gotten used to it somewhat now over there. But like, I didn't even bother asking for directions for any place when I was there before. I just kind of like had to find a map and get there because I, they tell me turn left on Lakalolo and go down to Kulololo, and I'm like. Uh, what I'm never going to remember that. <laughs> yeah, and they we also use terms over there that you would be like, excuse me, like, um, like which side's it on? Oh, it's uh, Malka or Makai. <laughs> Say what? Malka is mountainside, Makai is oceanside. So that's what side of the town or road or whatever is Malka and Makai, and that's that makes sense. It took me a while, and then like um, when I first started working, uh, when I first got over there, I was working at a restaurant uh, cooking, and. <laughs> This kid that I worked with, he's like this 18-year-old, 19-year-old kid that had ne- has never been off the island. Like, ever, never, ever been off the fucking island. And, like, he talks so fast and uses pigeon, which has a lot of words that I was definitely unfamiliar with. But he was using a word I, I did know what it meant, but I still couldn't fucking understand him. I didn't, I didn't recognize the word, the way he was saying it, but he was asking me if I was pow. And pow is like, are you done? You know, you pow? You pow? That means you done? But he, the way he was saying it, he was saying so fast. Why don't you say like, done? What like, the fuck are you talking about, people. little boy? <laughs> and he was like, you pow, you pow. I'm like, your ma, your ma. I don't know what the fuck. I, I don't know what you're saying to me. English motherfucker, do you speak it? <sighs> yeah, it's uh, it was it was an adventure. Now it's no big deal. Been there long enough. Gotten used to it. You know, fuck. I use <clears throat> pigeon terms all the time, but. Um, I thought you were about that pigeon English like our uh, old comic buddy, Yakov uh, Smirnov. <laughs> I learned pigeon English. At first I learned... <laughs> then I learned crap on windshield. Yeah. It was great. He was on uh, that episode of Your Mom's House recently with Tom and Christina. Oh, really? Oh, my God. It yeah, was so funny, Yeah, one of my coworkers. Man. And you were telling me about it. Yeah. it was, Dude, it was a great episode. Yakov was... Man, he, he has an amazing story, but that was that was a great episode. The one you need to listen to is uh, go listen to the the uh, Rogan episode with Brian Callen, the most recent one. I just listened to the one with uh, um, Eliza. That was good couple, too. Uh, like yesterday, or the day before, <laughs> they were giving each other one. shit like through the oh, last half of that concert, the whole time. Or, yeah, it was uh, great. Podcast. It was totally great. Totally the, great the one with Brian Callen is good. I didn't realize, like, I knew Brian Callen was a smart guy, but I didn't realize how fucking intelligent he is, how much history he knows, and I need to he's see such a him. goofball. Like, he's, Google him so you know who yeah, I'm talking about. I'm just going to pull up the... Coach the, Miller from the Goldbergs, the coach that wears the short shorts. Uh, anyway, he's on the show Schooled, but he's like, he's school. such a goofball. He's so over the top, and especially like you follow him on Instagram and stuff. He's always doing this crazy shit. He's calling himself the man dragon, and... He's he's so goofy and so funny, but extremely intelligent guy. And you see a different side of him on that Rogan podcast, which I think that happens with most of Rogan's guests. You see a completely different side of them. And <laughs> yeah, we saw a different side of uh, Elon Musk, didn't we? Yeah, the very high side. <laughs> he was just like awkward the entire time on that show. Oh, yeah. You just listen to it on audio. But like if you were watching it, I was watching it on YouTube and I saw yeah. it. And uh, like his mannerisms and his facial expression just like he he looked like he was confused and lost the whole time he was there it was just it's very out of his element you it know? was very difficult to watch he was so awkward yeah i mean he's one of those people though that's the way you know most brilliant people are like they're not relatable they're not you know they don't know how to just sit and hang with somebody like joe rogan I think I'm dumb enough that I could. (laughs) It would be okay. It'd be natural for me. You know, it's I'm dumb enough. I don't have to worry about that. But for Elon Musk, you know, fuck, he he doesn't 
sit around and shoot the shit and smoke a blunt with you know an MMA announcer and shit like that. That's not that's not his. It's not exactly repertoire here. He's repertoire. Uh, yeah, just so fucked up that word. Um, yeah, yeah, it's not his thing. <laughs> At least I'm not the only one butchering some English over yeah. here today. So I'm fucking tired. I told you it's way, way before I'm supposed to be functioning. Oh yeah, dude. You know who Brian? I know Callen Brian Kelly. Yeah. yeah, he's been in a ton of things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Brian Kelly does a lot of movies and. TV shows and shit. Yeah, Great stand up comic, man. He's, yeah. He's I've seen some awesome. of his stand up routines too. Yeah. Like I've seen at least two of his specials on Netflix, I'm pretty sure, already. Funny fucking dude, man. And yeah, but his, his, his name just wasn't ringing a bell for some reason. His latest uh, visit on Rogan, though, was really good. Really good. Very, very informative. He had some interesting ideas and thoughts. He actually had thoughts on a couple of things that I was like, wow, that actually really makes sense. And I never looked at it that way. It's cool. It was just about, you know, like academia and how why so many people in the academic world are so far removed from reality. Like he had a, he had a really good theory on that and explained why that's the way it is and why that's a good thing. So like it was yeah it was interesting. He's good. Like I said, smart dude. Really blew me away. I haven't quite finished it. We were listening. I never to really it on thought about that, here. but yeah, I guess it it's kind of a good thing that it, they are that way because they need to do what they're doing. So. He was kind of just talking about, you know, you need smart people trying to come up with new ideas and new things and try different and, and come up with different of them approaches. Are be crap, but it's yeah. worth it to get to that 10%. Yeah, he said, you know, every once in a while they'll find something that works. That's why when that idea goes out to the real world and people who crunch numbers can look at it and see if it's viable. Right. He said, the problem is many of those people go from academia to, you know, other areas without switching the way they think they still think like they're in a you know academic setting trying yeah, to come and, up with all these crazy ideas and people are like this doesn't got work and like, statements and shit like that, that you've got to worry about over here you've got stockholders that are up your ass and yeah yeah i mean you've got to be profitable but then they don't the real world these people don't you know they're like well but this has worked for me in the college in the college at university i worked at for 20 years you don't know what you're talking about and they have that very pompous attitude about it but yeah, it was it was interesting. Like I said, it was a very educational one of the best podcasts I've listened to lately. I was impressed. I mean, it wasn't as good as the the last high comedy pod when well, of course, Gene and I were on, and I confronted her. Actually, y'all just recorded that last night. I haven't I haven't heard it yet. Yeah, yeah. I'll I'll release this episode probably closer to the weekend since we just released course, one yeah. yesterday. We're actually recording yeah, this. Have on one in the can. But uh, yeah, I confronted Gene on the podcast about her having a tiny penis in her that isn't mine and. And I asked her what so the hell was going you, did on. Did you just tell me what the gender of your child to be is? Yes, I did. <laughs> nice. Yep. I'm, well, I was well going to tell you that when you when I came here today. I was waiting to I saw you to tell you that. So yeah. By the way, we're having a boy. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah. So I confronted her about having a penis. <laughs> Been married this long. I didn't didn't know she had a penis. How'd you miss that? <laughs> We drink a lot. Not her anymore, though. I was gonna say, and you managed to knock her up while she has one. That's what's even more perplexing. I'm a badass, man. We're gonna say I'm a potent son of a bitch. Apparently. <laughs> oh shit, man. But yeah. So, when are you planning on dropping your first episode of? I have, this is gonna be the first episode, and I've got three or four more guests that are already lined up They're, they've agreed to do it i've got to get them over one of them is probably coming over tomorrow afternoon uh, we're going to record one and then probably the next week i'll be recording with two other people um i probably do a com combined one with the two of them so i'll have three episodes in the can as of next week 
looking at probably mid January to start dropping the first episode. Okay. I want to have a couple of, keep a couple in the can so that I can easily dole them out and try to batch them, maybe do two or three at a time if I can. Yeah. Some of them will be via phone, some of them will be in person, but uh you know, try to batch them up so I keep at least two or three on hand so I can maintain a consistent schedule. That makes sense cuz I mean I've known you obviously a very long time and you've always liked to have one in the can. Uh, at least I spend a lot of time in there, but not as much as you. You're a long shitter, dude. <laughs> I thought um, I was a long shitter, but you take the cake. I don't know. My daughter might run you a close second. <laughs> All right, so we're looking at mid-January. Do you know where you're going to host it yet? Or are you looking at like Podbean? Yeah, I'm going to go that? Podbean too. I mean, why wouldn't I? I was looking at uh, Anchor. It's a... It's a app that's I'll do it all. You can record it right there and host it and everything and it's and you can do it all from your phone. I'm like, yeah, that's a little like yeah, that's not quite the level yeah. I'm trying to reach here. So Yeah. But yeah, I'm gonna go in Podbean. I've already got autonomytalent.com. the episodes will be posted on there as one of the nice post types. Yeah. Um or at least, you know, some show notes for about them will be and a link to them. Are you just uh, are you just gonna do audio or are you gonna do video or anything? It's gonna be strictly audio for now, but we yeah. might do something kind of like what you do. I might want to just propping up my phone and doing a, a like a, a YouTube live or a Facebook live or Instagram whatever while I'm doing the podcast while yeah. I'm recording. Yeah. And like do it for part of it and then cut it off and then say yeah. let them know that yeah, you want to hear the rest of it. It'll be out like, in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's cool. Like I said, Podbean, I like it. I like hosting on there um, because it's easy because that, you know, once you get it set up to mirror it, it goes out to all the, the streaming services, uh, you know, iTunes, Spotify, uh, Google Play Music. Google Play Music sometimes takes a couple days before it appears. Yeah, I've noticed Usually that. it's a few hours, but it, lately it's been a day or two. Like I think. Yeah, like that one last one that you did, like the one you posted before you came over here, or the last one you and Ray did before you flew over. It was like three days later before I got the notice on my phone. Yeah, same here. And I was like, I wow, it finally fucking showed up. But um, but it's always out, like Podbean instantly. Like anybody that has the Podbean app, it goes out immediately. Uh, Spotify updates pretty quickly. They had their own app. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Pod, there's the Podbean app. Of course app. they do. Yeah. And then um, iTunes, it pops on pretty quickly after you get it approved on iTunes because that takes a while. Yeah, the first one. Yeah, the first one, it takes a little bit yeah. to get it approved so your your stuff will appear. But after that it's like an hour or two and it's up. So it's not a big deal. Spotify is usually within the hour after you upload a podcast. So it's pretty easy. Um, we're talking about doing some stuff and trying to like make some videos, put on YouTube of some of our podcasts, you know, with just like picture slideshow videos and stuff in the right. background may do something like that. Or we may just, um, start trying to just shoot some video, like set up a GoPro or something and record it Right. while we're going. But that'll be down the road. We're not in a big hurry for that. I was actually doing the same thing with the, the when you got here earlier. I was working on editing some audio, adding, yeah. adding the intro music and all that to it. Um, it's a little about three minute long piece I recorded the week before Christmas, and I referenced that in it. So I had to like go back and do a, a preview, like a, or a, an intro to it to explain this why I didn't because it's, you know it's really hard to put out just if you just have an audio file. Yeah, where are you going to post that on social? Um, you don't post it on Facebook. No, you don't post it on Instagram, Twitter. Yeah, yeah, none of it. I mean, if you have it on another site, you can 
linked to it. Linked to it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and that, it wasn't, it was like a three minute long thing. I didn't want to start a podcast, just get a pod bean and all that crap for one three minute long deal. Yeah. So what I was doing was I was editing all that audio together, the intro, the music, and then that little segment and modifying it, editing it, pulling out, you know, pops and hisses and yeah. ums and dead air. But got that all done and I'm going to do a, like a slideshow with like freaking, um, what you call it? Uh, I don't know. You're the one telling this story, dude. The Microsoft. Well, I'm not even use the Microsoft. I'm use the Google Sheets oh, and, yeah. and Google Drive because yeah. it's like, why wouldn't you? It's right there. I use Google Drive for everything. So, yeah. Well, like I said we're talking about doing some shit like that later on down the road, but we're not in a huge hurry there. We're. I, I like the audio format. Having a this whole background thing in radio, it kind of. This, yeah, of course, yeah. This is my comfort zone here. I can, and you've got the perfect face for radio. Exactly. And I can sit here and scratch my balls and nobody knows. Scratch my fucking tail. Yeah. Pick my nose. Do whatever the hell I want. I'd be sitting there in my underwear doing a podcast. And I mean, I might not have a guest that'll stick around if I do, but you mm. know, Ray wouldn't give a shit. Oh, hell no. He, <laughs> he might try to reach over and scratch me too. You never know. Yeah, well, <laughs> never know. Gene pays him well, so he does what he has to, you know? Gotta do something to make that money. So they need going to get paid. Well, we look forward to it. Autonomy Talent Podcast coming out. Of course, the High Comedy Pod, we're going to be around. And we did our first swap cast, see? So. And don't forget to mention your Instagram and all oh, that yeah. mess on, on here, dude. Too. We are. High Comedy, High Comedy Pod. Pod. Everywhere you look, man. They're on Facebook. They're on Instagram. They're on Twitter. Go find them. Same with Autonomy Talent. Just all one word, Autonomy Talent. Everywhere. YouTube. LinkedIn. We're, we're all over. Yeah, okay, uh, hold on. My kid wants to shout out his YouTube channel. Um, Trading Traveler. Step up a little closer. A little closer. A little closer. Trading Traveler. Um, Trading Traveler on YouTube. That's my son. Sweet. That's his. Go check it out on YouTube. You see him and his friend yesterday raising hell around the house. Getting yeah, in he, trouble he, in here in Texas. I, I, I like subscribe to him and I turned on notifications. Did you post two or three videos yesterday? Five? Oh, good grief! I, I know I kept. I knew I got multiple notifications. I thought it was at least three. Yeah, they're wow. they're much more prolific than I am. <laughs> hey, but at least we're 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 out of town. We've been traveling and still doing podcasts over the holidays. This is a big step for us. Yeah, usually no Probably holiday, that, and we're just like you know Ray and I are like ah, I don't want to fucking do it. We just want to sit, <laughs> drink a few beers, watch some TV. <laughs> Let's get drunk and watch a comedy special. Yeah, well, goddamn, we do that several times. Several times we plan on doing a podcast. Like when my wife was out of town last time and he'd come over and I go, you do a podcast? Yeah, let's drink a few and watch this first. And <laughs> oh, fuck, here's another special. We hadn't seen that one, so we throw it on. And you hungry? Yeah, I'm hungry. Let's, let's go order some food. And yeah, we just never did a podcast. It happens. You have those days. Dude, and another one that's coming around is just getting back into stand up that. I'm going to have to go see if he comes anywhere near here is Murphy. Oh, uh, yeah. Eddie Murphy. If Eddie Murphy comes anywhere within like a hundred mile radius of the DFW area, I'm there. I don't care if it's Tulsa, Austin, Shreveport, Lubbock. I don't know why the hell. Most of those places are over a hundred mile radius, just so you're aware. You said if he comes within a hundred mile radius, then every place you named is over a hundred miles. Every city I named was was over a hundred miles away. Oh, well. Austin it, is right about. No, it's it's more, Austin's more than 100 miles. Yeah. yeah, I'm thinking. It's the closest of the ones I yeah, named. I'm thinking Waco or distance. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Every one of them is over 100 miles. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, my freaking balls. we'll be listening for this when it comes out. Autonomy Talent. It's our first podcast. And we'll see you next time. 
Peace I'm Jason. Out. He's Bill. Did we ever even say your name? Uh, I don't know. It's Bildo. <laughs> You're welcome. Dick. You had to. At least you didn't. This I think this is the first episode that you didn't reference how much older I am than you. I mean, they, they could just hear it in your voice. I mean, I didn't have to say it. You're here. I mean, and it, I'm going to post a picture. They'll see the gray beard. So there's that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We'll see you next time. Have a good one. Yeah, salute. They can see that. What the fuck was that? Wow, that was a lot of fun. I love it when my brother comes to town, especially when we get a chance to hang out and do stuff like this. Like we said in the episode, we had tried to record this podcast several times, including last August when <clears throat> I was over in Hawaii. And we tried several times over the Christmas break while he was here. And even when he came back, um, I don't remember, I think it was in October. Yeah, it was in October he was here for a while. And we just never got around to it. So it's good to get this finally take, recorded and out there for the public. This won't be the regular format of the Autonomy Talent Show, however. Yeah, this was a couple of brothers sitting around bullshitting about comedy and comedians and all that mess, which is the topic of the High Comedy Pod show. But the Autonomy Talent Podcast is going to take a little bit different tack. We're going to be talking to creatives and discussing what it is they do and what they do to promote themselves. That's going to be the main focus of this show is what creatives are doing right now to help promote themselves. Are they using Facebook ads? Maybe um, Instagram is better. What networks are they on? Which ones are they seeing the most results from? What tactics are they using? And do they have an overall strategy for their marketing and promotion? The strategy is the key. You have an overall strategy and you can apply all sorts of different tactics towards that strategy. That's been our show. I hope you enjoyed it. Remember, you can always find Autonomy Talent everywhere you listen to podcasts and all over the social web via Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, LinkedIn, you name it, we're there. Just search for Autonomy Talent. It's all one word in most cases, and we'll see you then. Don't forget to visit AutonomyTalent.com for the latest updates. All of our show notes for these podcasts will be there, as well as we're about to start introducing music reviews and other things. It's going to be really exciting. Plus, the membership site is on its way soon. So anyway, take care. And don't forget to follow the High Comedy Pod also. They're all over. They're really active on Instagram and Facebook, but Twitter also. Look for High, H-I, Comedy Pod. And follow them and check out their podcast show they do. It's really good. And before I sign off, let me just say one more time to remember to always live intentionally.